take a moment to peek into the lives of inspirational people living the true definition of happiness with author, presenter, personal stylist and coach Moana Robinson, who chats to people who have overcome challenges to live their best life. Moana is a passion and purpose coach and a personal stylist who empowers others to discover their best life and style, regardless of age. Here is Moana. Thank you, Angela De Palma, for taking a moment with me. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah, De Palma. De Palma, lovely. I've been interviewing some people and I really want to create this podcast for women in particular to describe to others how women have overcome challenges in life and come out the other side. Would you like to introduce yourself and describe what you what you do at the moment? Hi, everyone. So I'm Angela De Palma, and I'm the founder of She Simply Impacts, and it's a transformational group coaching online and events for women. And Moana is one of our expert contributors running personal styling in our in our membership. And it's a wonderful, wonderful initiative. And I really admire you for coming to that stage where you can have an idea and create something and you've just done it. It's amazing. Have you always uh, been a creator? Have you always been able to sort of have an idea and create something from it? Actually, I have, but mm -hmm. only since I left and split up from my ex-husband. So since 2008, mm -hmm. I was no longer a we and I became a me and I had to go on that journey of who am I and, you know, what do I really want? I think that's when my creativity really unleashed and I realised how creative I was and, and I sort of saw myself since 2008 creating a lot of different businesses and brands and trying lots of different ideas and very experimental, yeah, the 2008, how long did it take for you to sort of get that creativity? Did you go through a process to get to that stage? I think I. it kind of almost was a natural thing that happened because I think once I, because my ex-husband and I used to run a business together and it was based around his skills and his identity. And so when I went out on my own and you know was rebuilding my identity I just started the the big idea came to me the first thing I I did and created was this business called go cook veg where it was a vlog so it was a video blog back in 2008 before veganism and all the paleo diets and all the different diets so it was kind of like ahead of its time and I did the NICE program, which was the new enterprise incentive scheme. And in many ways, that was the most aligned business to my true authenticity and values. And now she simply impacts is that again. And I learned something about myself when I don't really have a business that's aligned with who I truly am and my true authenticity, that my motivation for it runs out. That's, that's a really good realisation. So you found that with the vlog that you were doing. Is that what you're saying, that sort of I, the motivation ran out? 
Well, no, with the blog, the vlog, it was very yeah. aligned to who I, to my true authenticity mm-hmm. at the time. And I was really passionate about it. And, but what I lacked there was confidence. I didn't have belief in myself. Mm. And where, how do you think that came about? The growing the belief in myself? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, it's been a big, long journey of self-discovery. I think that that's really, I'm putting all, the pieces of the self-discovery puzzle together and I think that I didn't realize that I was a serial creator so there were so many things about myself that I didn't really realize I I realized that I was passionate that I was creative that I could take an idea and make it real I could generate interest I could launch something but then when it came to actually believing in myself and I guess really owning my vision I didn't have the coaching. I didn't have the community around me. I didn't have enough of the supports that I've now learned to put around myself. And my healing journey wasn't complete. Like there was still a lot more, not that it's ever complete, but there was still a lot more of that healing journey that I had to go on in order to really understand who I am and who I'm not. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. How many years? How many years when you married? When your marriage split up? I was married for fifteen years. Fifteen years. That's quite a long time. And any children? Yes, one one daughter. So she was mm-hmm. thirteen, just turned thirteen at the time that my ex husband left me, and I didn't see it coming. And it was it was just shattering. You know, mm-hmm. it was like really shattering. I can imagine, like having the rug pulled out from under you. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I saw myself as this we. I saw myself as this, you know, loyal wife. Mm-hmm. I was unhappy and I I guess in retrospect I can see that I, I was kind of in denial around yeah. I didn't read the red flags. I think they were there, but I was really in denial. And so, yeah, but... In retrospect, it was the best thing. Well, it was. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Isn't it? It's always, well, not always the way, but quite often the way that people look back on something that's happened and find out that it was actually a blessing in disguise. That's right. It was yeah. a real blessing. And, but it, mm. even at the time, I felt this relief. So even at mm. the time, even though I was in so much emotional pain and it really was the start of my true self-discovery, because I didn't really understand the impact of my childhood trauma that that had had on me. There were so many things about myself that I didn't really understand. I didn't know that that relationship was codependent. I didn't know how to read. You know, it was just so such a learning curve. And so now, you know, like years later, I've, the red flags, you know, I'm just so much more, empowered to actually see the red flags read them and act on them so do you find that you're more aware now of other people and um just life in general did you have any coaching at the time or were you were you a coach back then no and see I wasn't a coach back then and I had really low self-esteem so I was still very much that's why I was very codependent and wrapped up behind the confidence of my ex-husband because he was very high his skills were quite incredible he had a photographic memory and he was really really confident and so I 
just, I guess, put his skill set on a pedestal and thought, well, you know, I, I need to be a follower and not a leader. And so, but really that was just so not who I am because I am not a follower. I'm actually a leader. And you definitely are. Yeah, and I was so unhappy. Yes. So what was the uh, catalyst, do you think, that, or the turning point that, that or the light bulb moment when you decided that you wanted to use your creativity and create something with it, like the vlog to start with, and then late, later your coaching and she simply impacts? Yes, yes. I think that it was just, it just all poured out. Because even with my ex-husband, I'd been running the business with him and doing, you know, I'd been learning a lot of skills and I'd done a lot of personal development still, even though I, there were still major, major insights that were blind to me at that point. But I was, I'd was, i still sort of acquired, you know, foundational skills. And yeah. when he was no longer there, I, it just poured out. I, I, I can't explain it. It was almost like it just became apparent. I, I don't even really remember. I just remember that I latched onto this idea and I, because I always wanted to have a very successful business that didn't just depend upon me. And I had this, this vision for my life about traveling the world and being, you know, teaching and speaking and interviewing people and having some type of global community. And even then in that business, that was partially the vision the vision for it which is now the also the vision for she simply impacts it's just amazing what you've created it's um it's very exciting it's exciting for the people who are on the panel and also for members who join so the contributors and the members it's like a win-win kind of situation isn't it it is it is yeah. and I put that triple win into it so I've built mm -hmm. so that the um all the experts and the contributors you know they I want them to get you know generate clients and build those relationships and help build their business and then with all the experts and all the members there's the affiliate link so it has an affiliate passive income opportunity connected to it and then it's that philanthropy which is donating the money to that to the charities which support underprivileged women and children Fantastic. And is there anything that you, any advice that you would give to a woman who is maybe going through that sort of situation where there's been a marriage breakdown and she's lose, lost that sense of self-esteem? Yeah, I think that the, like, I would definitely, what I found to be the most powerful thing is that having a community. So I, even in that relationship, I had the friends that belonged to us as a couple and I didn't have a lot of friends that were just my own and so then I had to rebuild everything I had to rebuild friends I had to for a time a short time separate from the friends that were part of both of our friends because yeah. it just was painful to be to be around them Mm -hmm. And then the healing, like I did go to therapy. So I did start my healing journey and I went, did go to therapy and I did sort of build networks. So I started to build networks of entrepreneurs and, um, and the therapy was really helpful. And then I've always been meditating. So I, I really maintain that 
close practice with the the meditation and that that really helped me and then I think what's really catapulted me in the last few years has been the one-on-one coaching has been actually combining those things so combining community with the healing and the coaching and you're a coach yourself now as well yes yes and it's really funny Moana because when I was in that marriage I always wanted to be a coach like Mm -hmm. We'd been to, you know, lots of different personal development like Landmark Education and we'd been to Anthony Robbins and we'd been to, um, you know, seminars in America and I just always, I, I was attracted by being a coach but I never thought I was good enough again. And then eventually after I let go of the, the cooking vlog and you know, I was also in the cooking blog afraid of what people thought of me because that was very ahead of its time and people weren't into vegetarian food. And so I felt really out on the limb. And so and so I allowed wanting to fit in to dominate my true sort of authenticity. And I think that the journey has really been about those three things mainly, which is the community, the healing and the coaching. And that's really ultimately unlocked all the pieces of the puzzle about who I am and who I'm not. And I'd been self-employed all my career and in COVID I went and worked as a coach and I wasn't a career coach. So I got a job at the Australian Institute of Professional Counselors as their career coach and I had to build a nine webinar curriculum series and then roll out the group and the one-on-one coaching. And I I sort of learned my skills on the job and that's how I've really learned all my skills has been through learning and doing it. And I got to see myself in a different context. I got to see my skills in a team and it was really valuable to my growth and it was really valuable. So I think that there's no right or wrong way. It's just what suits you. But I think that in the end, it's about trusting my instincts. Because so I've always trusted my instincts, even when I don't know for sure. I just have been, I guess, confident to do that. And I feel that that's been a really positive combination, like the, the community, the healing and the coaching all combined. I think when you've been through something like that, it gives you that wisdom and that awareness to trust to trust your gut, to trust your own instinct, doesn't it? It does, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I've had to learn that. I've had to learn. I think when I was young, I was really good at it. And I think that just trusting my own confidence, you know, because it's like all that fear and trepidation around Am I doing the right thing? And is this what I'm supposed to be? And not having, I guess, just not being in that partnership was just <laughs> such, it was really hard. It was so it hard. Is. And I, I, there are so many women out there in the same position. I really think this is going to help help them. What I wanted to talk about too was um, your definition of happiness. You may have heard on the other podcast I was talking about someone to love, something meaningful to do and something to look forward to. Do you have any answers to those three things that you can share with us? 
Definitely. I think that something to look forward to is really, really important. And that mm. could even just be something as simple as I'm going out, I'm getting out of the city and I'm just going to go away for the weekend or like this weekend I'm going with a friend. She's got a weekend at this property in the Mullaney hinterland and we're going there for a little working holiday. So it's just something to look forward to so important. And then Definitely. I think that the, you know, someone to love, like that's really, like I feel so blessed that I've now repartnered and this is our 10th year that we're together and it's been a really like amazing positive healing relationship and mm. really one a relationship where I've never had to lose my me and I've always been able to it, it's not about a we it's about me in a loving partnership it's been really different to yeah. my previous relationship where it wasn't about me it was about me always giving away my power to become this we so it's been really different so I'm very lucky I I have that and then what was the third one again um, something meaningful to do which is what you're doing yes and yeah why what I'm doing is just so exciting to me because it's really aligned with all my values, mm. my values of, you know, uniting a million women in the transformation of our potential into reality, the expansion of our positive impact, the equality of our voices and in the quest to end the plight of underprivileged women and children. And I think that having all you incredible women, like we have 27 experts so far, delivering sessions on our platform and it's just so fulfilling when I meet the members in the community and I see the transformation that they're getting by attending our live group coaching and events it's just amazing and I think I feel so blessed that I've had the courage and to step out there with a vision that you know I was very nervous about initially and you know still had to overcome what would other people think of me or what do they think of me but it's I don't about, regret yeah. it's about feeling the fear and doing it anyway isn't it yeah it is so it's like a living example of that and that's what I'm supporting all the members and the experts to keep doing is expanding and going after our true dreams and our true ideal life oh well, you're very very inspiring Thank you so much, Angela. Thank you for taking a moment with me. And I hope I know that this is going to help a lot of women out there. Thanks, Moana. It's such a privilege. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with Moana Robinson. Remember to visit her website, bestyleforlife.com.au and book a time for a further conversation.